This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Hey, it's Glenn, and I want to remind you, peace of mind is tough to come by these days unless you have a Liberty Safe. With a Liberty Safe, you won't worry when you leave the house because you'll know your valuables are protected. And right now you can get free delivery to your home on any Liberty Safe. Go to LibertySafe.com for factory direct pricing. LibertySafe.com, made in the USA, lifetime warranty, and peace of mind. LibertySafe.com. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. Steve, let me, I just want to ask one last question, then I'm going to get to your book, I promise. Um, <laughs> uh, you said you've done a lot of soul searching on your position. Mm-hmm. I am I am personally looking for um, uh, people who stood against all odds, and they always seem to lose. But I'm looking throughout history, the people who stood at the times of trouble against everybody and said, no, this is wrong, I'm not going that way. Have you thought about this um, with yourself in your own situation? Have you Have you looked at this as this is going, maybe not this particular thing or this particular time, but we live in the days where people who stand on principle um, are going to be remembered after they've been stoned in the square? You know, Glenn, uh, history is not changed or made by people that went along with the flawed paradigm of their day, but by those who did not. And you know, I, all I can say is what I've experienced on, on our show is, you know, and we are a little corner of the universe compared to what you guys do, but we started this in, in November of uh, last year, and we debuted from 9 p.m. to midnight with, I think, about 12 affiliates. Uh, it's been about, what now, 10 months. We're almost to 70 affiliates. I've not had a single affiliate cancel. I've not lost a single advertising contract. That doesn't mean, by the way, I don't hear plenty of complaining But for whatever reason, um, this principled position hasn't hurt our our platform. In fact, it's helped to grow it. Now, that's not why I'm doing it, uh, but I know plenty of other people that it has hurt them considerably to do this. So I I think in the end, what what helps to ground me, and I know you have have smaller kids. I do, too. You know, I'm only 43. A lot of the guys in our industry here are a lot older and either go home with uh, no kids at all or the kids have left the nest. I go home, and my kids watched that incredible ad that just makes me cringe when it comes on because I don't want to give her any credit at all, but that ad that Hillary's run, that runs with the kids watching Trump's antics. And my kids look at me at the dinner table when they see that ad, and they look at me and say, Daddy, we're not going to vote for that, are we? And you know what? Maybe there are plenty of other people in our industry that are fine going home to their kids and saying, yeah, we got to go ahead and support everything we said we were opposed to all these years, but I'm not, so I won't. Steve, tell me about a nefarious plot. It is a it's a novel, uh, and it's about the destruction of uh, of America from the inside. It is. It's um, you know, if any of your listeners are familiar with C.S. Lewis, it's my own homage to his classic, The Screwtape Letters. Instead of the Screwtape Letters talking about how how hell will tempt one person, in this case, the book is uh, written by a demon general from hell named Lord Nefarious, who was tasked by the devil over a century ago with destroying America. And in the book, he is now so confident that his plan has been successful. He names names, historical figures, trends, everything they created, corrupted, co-opted in the process to get it done. And he puts it into book form in order to convince his master, the devil, that we are so far gone, we won't repent, we won't change our ways, we won't even take it seriously, and that will be the final confirmation that hell is one. And, and you know, when I finished the manuscript of this book, uh, March of 2015, 
What was going wow. on at the time was the Rifra battle in Indiana over religious liberty. And, and, and so I threw this into the manuscript, and I pointed out that, and Nefarious says in the book, that when he, that was the moment he knew that hell had won, is when they didn't even have to tempt us. They didn't have to provoke us to turn on our freedoms and our constitutional liberties anymore. We just do it ourselves. And I wrote about that in the book, guys, in March of 2015, when I finished the manuscript, not knowing the governor who would sell us out on that would be the vice presidential nominee for the United States. So uh, sadly, this book has turned out to be even more prophetic than I had hoped it would be. Yeah, I've, I've heard you talk about Mike Pence, and um, uh, I didn't know it tied into the book, which is, I, I, it's official, I completely hate you, because uh, that's a brilliant <laughs> book idea. Yeah, it is. A brilliant yes, book idea. Um, but um, the, uh, the Mike Pence thing, I've heard you say, um, he's not, he's not, you know, if Trump tried to bring him in to, you know, put a salve on conservatives, which I don't think he cares to, I, I don't think he likes people like us, quite frankly, um, but uh, if he was trying to put a salve on conservatives, you said that, that it sure doesn't do it. You know, people accuse me, Glenn, of having too high a standards. The reality is I've lowered my standards to the point of just don't – it's okay to betray me, but don't score points for the other team, okay? Well, what he did with that Rifra thing is he not only stabbed us in the back. I mean, if you've been a conservative in the Republican Party for all of a nanosecond, you know what that feels like. So it's not just that he backed down, but then his so-called fix that he signed into law, Heritage Foundation, uh, the Beckett Fund for Religious Liberty, and the Family Research Council, when, they, when their legal teams all – analyze that, they all came to the conclusion that it would actually do the exact opposite. It would allow, allow them to target Christians and their religious liberty, that it aided and abetted the other side. So for my money, the, the greatest act I've ever seen of moral treachery by a Republican in my lifetime, and that's saying a lot given the state so, of this party, is what Pence did in Indiana last year. That is perfect because you have the Vice President Pence uh, turning on us with that, stabbing us in the back, and then you got... Th- you have the main candidate, Donald Trump, who actually donated money to his opponent, uh, uh, stabbing us all in the back. I mean, how and but we're the traitors. We're the ones who who are the turncoats here. We're the ones who sold out. I have. It's, it's an amazing. It's an amazing time in the book. And if you had a crystal ball and you looked forward, um, what ha- what happens to us? with uh, general nefarious what 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 has he pulled off what what do we look like in four years the uh, i don't want to I, I won't completely spoil the end but the the final words nefarious writes in the book are many many take a la parson and if people know their scriptures that's from the old testament when uh there's the right daniel reads the writing on the wall you have been weighed measured and found wanting and then that is the end of an empire the end of an era for that empire right then and that is exactly where we are heading if we do not see sort of great spiritual awakenings like we saw in yesteryear in this country that gave birth to liberty in the first place, we will not be able to preserve our liberty. We are doomed. And the reason we want authoritarian politicians is because we've turned our back on God, and whenever a society does that, they seek authoritarians to save them. And that is the era in which we are now, and that is an era where tyranny goes from originally just encroaching to being fully upon you if you're not careful. You know, I, I will tell you, Steve, that I, I was doing some research for a show that we're launching uh, next week called The Vault, and it's a history show. And um, I did it on three people that stood against Germany, in Germany, uh, hmm. during World War II. And one of them is Bonhoeffer. And, you know, Bonhoeffer went from 1933, he was told, uh, you know, he stood up and said, this is this bad. For the church, this is bad. 
And by 1934, 80% of all Christians in Germany rejected Christ as the head of the church and Mm -hmm. said Hitler was the head of the church. 80% of all Christians did that. That is remarkable. And if, if we have the economic hardships and the, the riots in the streets and the, the tension that we have, if we can't turn around before we hit the real hardships, I think we tear each other apart. I agree with that, you know, and uh, as you were talking about that, um, when I was in college, I drove for one of those, it wasn't UPS, but one of those second or third rate delivery companies during the worst winter around Lake Michigan ever with bald tires uh, and rear wheel drive. And so you get out on those open roads and you're, and, and, the, and time is of the essence and you're facing desperation and dispatches all over you and you got to do something right now. And you start to feel that car kind of slide a little bit from the back fishtail. Your human instinct is to turn radically away from that fishtail, okay? Which, of course, then causes you to spin out altogether. This is exactly what we're doing now as a culture. You know, that when, when you start fishtailing in a car, that is a warning that you're losing your equilibrium. Turn into the fishtail to reestablish your plumb line, your balance. We are doing this as a culture. Instead of turning in to the things that are causing us our fear, and using those instead to be faithful, we are radically turning away to humanism and secularism and, frankly, flat-out paganism. And now you're going to see us go from, from fishtailing to a flat-out, we're going to spin out and end up in a ditch if we don't turn back soon as a people. And, guys, that's what drives me. I've got three kids, 15, 11, and 9, that I go home to every single night. And 20 years from now, whether I get to do this for another week or for another 15, 20 years, I want to be able, if this thing collapses, I at least want to be able with my kids and the grandkids in the eye and say, I did what I could. I didn't sell out so you'd have a bigger house or you'd have some, you know, a nicer car or more debt-free college. I did whatever I could with the platform God gave me to fire as many bullets at hell as I possibly could, because at least I will know, I'll have the comfort of knowing that I did all I could do. Who wins in November? The, the structure of the race still heavily favors Hillary. What you're watching happen right now is her negatives are coming home to roost finally. Trump and his team have done a good job the last couple of weeks of not acting like a child, which has put all the all focus Roger on Ailes. her. It's all Roger Ailes. <laughs> yes, they've helped with yeah. that. Now, um, I would say, I would have told you a month ago he has a 10% chance. Today I'd say it's about 30, which is a Buster Douglas chance. He's got a puncher's chance in the debates to knock her out. But he's got to land a really good blow and he's got to convince people he is a credible president. Right now, you have an election between someone that people view as crazy and corrupt and somebody they view as just corrupt. If it becomes corrupt versus corrupt, he can win. As long as, it's, as, long as he's crazy corrupt, there's no way he can win. Um, last question here, Steve, and probably the most important question. Um, how much is Hillary Clinton paying you for what you've just done? <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. I've been told I've been getting paid from George Soros. It's funny. I mean, I I don't get on any of these networks at all uh, from the right anymore, but yet I'm told I'm doing all this for my own career. Because what I see is the exact opposite. Who the hell knew what a Scotty Hughes was six months ago? Okay? I mean, who knew? Who knew? Who the hell knew what a Katrina Pearson was a year ago? These people have become major stars by becoming Trump shills. Look at Hannity. Fox turned, he was the stapler guy at Fox a year ago. They're moving him down the hall, you know, like they are in office space. And, and now he's got the highest ratings he ever had. So don't tell me that, that, that shilling out for Trump doesn't pay. It is paid for everybody that has done it. 
You're going to get karate chopped now. What, you are lying. What you happens, got a karate chop what happens, in your way. What happens to you and me or those guys a year from now? We're going to be proven right, whether he wins or he loses. Um, and if, if he loses, we'll be proven right, and people will be angry at us about it and blame us for it well into yeah. next mm-hmm. year before they're over yes. it. If mm-hmm. he wins, if he will not take very long to prove us right, and then people will come to us and say, we should have listened to you all along, we didn't have a choice, it was binary, you, what were we going to do, etc. Are right. you worried at all? I mean, Bannon has a strong history of never forgive. Donald Trump has a strong history. Never forgive. These guys are vindictive to the core. Mm-hmm. And Steve, I mean, I've, I've seen it firsthand, the, the things that they are, are doing and are capable of. Do you really believe that if he wins, we have a job in a year or two? I grew up with a, a stepdad uh, who, was a ver- who was very damaged and had grown up in a home of abuse. I've been hit across the face with his belt buckle. I used to get beaten in the mornings and then coached on what to say to teachers when I got to school in the morning in order to make excuses for it. I grew up with a bully. Um, when you get over uh, growing up like that, you really lack for being intimidated by any mere mortal from that time forward. So as far as I'm concerned, they can do their worst to me. If I, if I get to say I was martyred for a cause, then to me, I will count it all joy to suffer for the name. I'm not really afraid of that at all. Now, America, at least my audience who has never seen Steve before, knows why I said it was an insult to compare him to me uh, or me to him. Uh, I have tremendous respect for you, Steve. And, uh, and I hope the next time we're in a building together, we actually stop and shake hands with each other because I, I have tremendous respect for you. Thank you so much. It's been an honor, gentlemen. Thank you very much as well. You bet. Nefarious Plot is the name of the book by uh, Steve Dace. Um, nefarious plot. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. If you're in the market for a new mattress, Casper.com slash Glenn should be the next website you visit. Casper created an obsessively engineered mattress at a shockingly fair price. It's one perfect mattress that's sold directly to you, and that eliminates the need to endure one of those commissioned salesman mattress stores with inflated prices. Casper is shipped for free right to your door. Astonishingly delivered in a teeny little box that you're going to look at and say, you got to be kidding me, it's all in there. Just open up the box and it will be the most supportive sleep you've ever had. It's designed to be that way and designed to be hassle-free. Casper is made right here in America and Time Magazine named it one of the best inventions of 2015. Breathable latex and memory foams are combined for just the right sink and just the right bounce. Try Casper for 100 nights risk-free. If you don't love it, they're going to pick it up and refund everything. Right now, you can get $50 towards any mattress purchase by visiting casper.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn at checkout. Terms and conditions do apply. It's casper.com slash Glenn.